This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozinski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And today I'm uh, talking with two of our scholars from our Anderson Center International Program, uh, Saima Pata uh, from Bangladesh. Good morning. Good morning. And Jordan Odangbin from Uganda. And I hope I got that right, but I may not have. Um, good morning. Great. So um, I have had the opportunity to talk a few times with some of our scholars, um, some scholars, not you're not my scholar, but some scholars from the Anderson Center International Program. And um, I find that uh, our conversations are really unique and, and different. And mostly that's because um, this is an opportunity for our listeners to hear directly from you about kind of the whole story. What got you interested in learning more about um, working with people with autism, how you learned of the Anderson Center International Program, why you made that decision, which seems like a pretty big decision to uh, come up our distance to to learn with us, um, and then how it's going. And then hopefully towards the end, we'll talk about some of your plans for uh, for the future, because I, I know that that is a core reason why um, we're so proud to run ACI is um, because it's wonderful, you know, learning from from you and, and being able to provide this experience. But the big picture is really how that experience goes with you for the rest of your life and what your plans are in terms of, you know, how that what you take away from it. So I'm hoping to cover all those things, but I'd like to start by just asking you and I'll start with you, Sema, um, to Talk a little bit about yourself, your background. Give us a little short bio on you. Thank you so much, Eliza. As you know that I am Saima Akhtarpata from Bangladesh. I am now 27 plus and I am an assistant counseling psychologist. Um, I did my bachelor's in major in psychology and my master's in counseling psychology from Bangladesh. My previous job was mental health and psychosocial support officer in an international organization. There, I worked for the children who comes from the violence and the women who has uh, from the violence, as suspected from the violence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and my job location was in a hospital and a hospital-based uh, job. And uh, where and there, I found some cases with autism's, and I got opportunity to work with them too. So this is my little bio. <laughs> That's want. great. So when when you said that you were so you were in this location uh, working with this or, international organization, and were the people that you um, that were on the autism spectrum that have autism that you met there were those adults or children? They are both adult and children. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So that and then did you have did you find yourself having um, any sort of special sort of affinity or interest? Um, in in learning more about autism because of meeting those people. I hear that a lot, that it's sort of, I was working with, you know, a lot of children or at a summer camp or doing this or that. And then I, you know, had a student or had one client with autism and it sort of really sparked my interest. Is that what it was like for you? Yeah, that's the same happens to me. When mm-hmm. I was a student in my master's program, that time my placement was in a hospital. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found some cases, there are so many people, minor, minor from the minor group, they, the parents came with their children 
children, they are suspected autism and some other neurological development disorders. So the main thing is that that all parents are not like ever the what what's happening with their children, like mm-hmm. the suspected autism, because they have no idea about the autism. What is autism? Mm-hmm. So, as you know, that Bangladesh, we have like both groups, like the educated and non-educated and the like, middle class, lower class, upper class, we have all together. But for the like who the parents who are not non-educated or the middle class people or the village side people, basically they are like they are lack of information about uh, the update knowledge about the autism blood development the disorder how to treat with the children how to like uh, get independent the kids so that things give me so touch and uh, some of the cases i work under supervision some doctors and uh, when they treat and when they try to uh, under like give the psychoeducation to the parents the parents like the parents explained that oh uh, we don't have any idea about the autism we think that this is a curse so or right. some prejudice and uh, maybe I did something wrong in my previous that's why I'm getting these kinds of children's having these kinds of children's so it's a curse I did something wrong so mm-hmm. God give me some punishment so then we psychoeducated with a student who work uh, as an intern, intern there, we psychoeducated the parents that this is not a curse. This right. is a special children. You have a special kids from the God. You can see that none of us not like that, but they have something. God gives something special to your home. So you have to treat something special with your kids. So it's not possible for me to psychoeducate every people, right? Right. So that then after uh, 2019, in the end of 2019, I found the link of Anderson Center for Autism, mm-hmm. which comes to my department uh, from my professor. So then I got interested. Okay, I want to go there because you know that the some international school, if I have some um, education from international school, the people will be like more acceptable. Oh, this is the renowned organization. Someone come from here and give us the knowledge. So that will be more acceptable than the others, right? So that's why I think, okay, if I got the chance to get admitted as a fellow there, I will definitely do join that. Then, then the pandemic starts. So after two years waiting, I got chance finally, all thanks to the Almighty and my family. Then I got chance to be here. This is my 12th month running here. Almost okay. finish. Yeah. So this story is like touched me to work with the autism and their parents. So my background was counseling psychology. I worked, I also worked with the adults like as a psychotherapist. So I also know about the parents' mental health like condition. Yeah. Right. So I have both experience about the individual with childhood autism and also about the psychological condition of the parents. So I can merge together. And so this all things makes me touch to be here. So I found the Anderson and it's a great opportunity for us. Every fellow, I can say my, it's my blessing that I am, I got chances to work as a team member in Anderson. So it's a very good opportunity to learn directly how the Anderson is serving individuals, how they are caring the individuals. It makes me so happy. And I wish if my if my country also have the same thing, same opportunity right. so that they will be also benefited. Well, thank you for that. That's um, 
that's a that's a great background and we hope for the same thing that's that's really why you know we we have this program um i'm going to come back at probably after the break um and ask you some questions about you know your sort of how your experience has been and and um and then again into the future what your hopes are but let's let's switch to you jordan and hear um a, you know a bit about your background and what brought you to Anderson into ACI. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you also, Seima. Uh, I'm Jordan Jacob Odongpi. I come from um, a humble country called Uganda, Africa. Um, I have a bachelor's in ethics and development studies. I'm majoring in uh, rural sociology, uh, where um, I work with uh, students as a trainer. In my interaction, I uh, go as far as assisting students with uh, all uh, aspects, including those with uh, special needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did my, uh, bachelor, my, my master's in refugee and migration studies. And in the process, what motivated me was um, I realized that in any, opportunity, in any uh, situation of uh, migration, there are students or kids or, st- or children who are unaccompanied. And uh, among them, the least, those mm-hmm. uh, least expected group are known as uh, the, those who are uh, having challenges in uh, developmental disorders. And, and yet sometimes, somehow, the documentation is uh, not very clear about it. So uh, that uh, provoked me to do that further studies, and uh, that's as far as the study is concerned. My work relations, I work um, at an institution called Uganda Matters University. That's where also I, I studied from. Uh, my experience has been that um, because of the nature of the institution, we have partners with various um, other small sister organizations that uh, have orphans. And so among the orphans, most of these kids are vulnerable. But mm-hmm. because we don't have a, a, um, a demarcation of uh, the special needs, unfortunately, they're all uh, grouped under one umbrella, uh, disabilities or mm-hmm. disabled children. And yet we have specific kids who, who have uh, manifested and can actually uh, manifested uh, characteristics of uh, ASD, uh, autism mm-hmm. spectrum disorder. And I realized that in my interaction with them, they don't have, they don't receive a proper um, assistance or support because it's a blanket kind of assistance given to all kids in that facility and in the ne- neighboring places. So this provoked me to actually share it with my uh, supervisors and have the ideas of what if we take interest and um, have something specifically addressed to uh, support uh, students with uh, uh, autism. Uh, my institution ran a program for um, a Bachelor of Inclusive Deaf Education. So um, I need to think, figure it out, how do we blend in and we specifically handle um, issues to do with autism? Because it also yeah. falls part and partial under that program. So um, I was given the, 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 the green light that uh, if you can learn something and you can add some more value, we can do. We realize also when we try to invest to research back home, we didn't have so many uh, centers for autism. In -hmm. fact, I would comfortably saying the ones I'm aware of, they they can hardly reach 10 and uh, some are private, but after COVID, some faced out because of uh, the COVID. And I think uh, it's it's, uh, open to say COVID messed up very many things. So um, with that said, we picked interest I picked interest of uh, doing further uh, research about uh, autism. And I was lucky that um, one of my uh, supervisors who is this side sent me uh, a link and uh, said, maybe uh, since I've worked with you before, you can think and give it a try about these uh, opportunities. You can uh, go and, uh, you know, you you can impact in one or another. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, as as I speak, I, I would say I've, I've barely made. I'm, I'm actually making six months here, and um, already there's some imp- uh, uh, some bit of um, uh, effect I would feel I'm giving because I'm playing a very key role in terms of uh, uh, consultancy. Uh, I I would send information back home how the progress, how to address, and this. So I'm um, actually uh, I would feel like this was a very good opportunity that has made me to. Um, learn something and also uh, share something as far as autism is concerned. Uh, It's also important to uh, let you know that sometimes because of the generalization, as my sister has said, uh, there's uh, um, a tendency of associating this uh, autism with uh, more of a a myth myth kind of thing. And it's associated with, uh, say, um, uh, witchcraft, bad luck. Right. Uh, if uh, you have children who are having o- autism, uh, it's like the parents, the family is cast. So there's a lot of um, uh, self-esteem issue here. And, and, and uh, um, at the end of the day, it affects the society and, and general public. Yeah, I, I thank you, Jordan. Um, great background. And um, and I'm kind of glad that both of you heard two different spots in your, in your time with us. So um, same as almost done and you're sort of uh, Jordan about halfway through. Um, but I hear that a lot. The other uh, scholars that I've spoken with um, over the years often share that there's sort of this um, in a, in a lot of uh, different countries, there's a sense of, or the need, I guess that, that I hear from a lot of folks um is kind of a combination of working with the individual person on the spectrum and also working with the entire community, family members, caregivers around, you know, the stigma and the, and I think you called it uh, the, the psychoeducation yeah. um, around that. And, and I so appreciate that both of you were talking about the need to do the need to do it all and the desire to do it all. Um, and I'm hopeful uh, that that what you're experiencing in Anderson is helping you um, feel like you're going to go back with with a strong sense of uh, some new ideas, some new um, ways to address both both of those sort of sides of the equation. Um, we are going to take a short break. When we come back, I'd love to just hear again, um, maybe some of the things that you love about or have experienced so far about just being in New York and what that's been like for you. And also, again, um, what you're hoping to, to do when you return um, to Bangladesh and Uganda, respectively. Um, this is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. And now 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and today I'm speaking with two of our Anderson Center International Scholars, Seyma and Jordan. And um, both of you gave us some really great information about um, your backgrounds, uh, what you were doing and and how, you know, it uh, same up for you in Bangladesh and Jordan for you in Uganda, um, leading up to um, the the time when it sounds like you received a link, um, and that and that seems to be the experience for most of our scholars is that somebody sort of passes on and passes on the link to Anderson's program um, ACI, and uh, I love that both of you were encouraged by your supervisors and and colleagues to um, to come and and experience. So so now that we know you a little bit better in terms of your background professionally and educationally, um, you've now been living in New York um, yeah. for at least six months for you, Jordan, and 12 months for you, Sama. And um, so aside from what you're learning uh, at your with your training at Anderson, what has it been like? What, you know, what are some of the highlights, some of the challenges that you've that you've experienced um, while being here? 
Okay, so the challenges for me when I was the first time here, you know, the Bangladesh, the Asian culture and the American culture is totally different, right? Yes. So it's also the far from the country distance and the culture, cultural distance. The main things I survived in the first time because our mother tongue, mother language was the Bangla, but here people are all in speaking English. So when I was the first time here, it's hard for me to understand the fluence of English, what um, people before speaking. Uh, so it was the first time I also so feel so problematic. Then, okay, I, I tried to like survive it and I um, watched some movies, some news scholars, mm-hmm. the news, uh, news presentations or some articles I read repetitively. Then I like got like something not, you can feel that it's still I am... A learning because it's a learning so still i am surviving with this but now i am like less uh, like confident feel confidence that speak and listen something and understand so now almost i done with my 12 months and now i can understand what people are speaking in front of me and now i'm feeling confident to work with them this is the challenging part for me and the interesting part for uh, you can uh, use that that I'm now in New York. Yes, the New York. Uh, I I love to explore the world. It's my passion, like Great. my hobby to travel. So I got chances to be here in America and the New York, the most desirable place for every people, right? So uh, when I was here, I explored the cities mm-hmm. and different places. I met with my friend Jordan, and when uh, he also proposed me to visit. Uh, New York City together and we explored together. We have a lot of fun. In oh, fun. That's great. Yeah. Even we also visit uh, the Rockefeller Center during the Christmas season. We all fellows together uh, uh, visit there uh, by the, the the Anderson Authority gave us chances to explore the city together. So that was a fun for us explore together the city. Yeah. I pictures of that and it looked like a great time. And um, we had a, a family, uh, Jeff and Tondra, who were really supportive of the uh, ACI program and have been since the very beginning of it. And um it was it was a wonderful um, wonderful idea. So I'm glad that you both got to go and experience that. That's kind of what I was what I was asking is just you know outside of the the, the training and the learning that's happening on the Anderson campus. Um, this program also allows and encourages you to explore both the Hudson Valley region, which is where we're located, but also the rest of New York because you know get on a train and you're there pretty quickly. So Jordan, same question for you. What have been some of um, your you know um, maybe a challenge and, and something that you've really enjoyed? Oh, uh, the challenge, uh, the, before the challenge, the thing I enjoyed most uh, was um, the, the trip. I moved to um, New York City yeah. and then I took a walk to uh, the uh, Hudson Walkway. Where, oh, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> oh, your story. Incidentally, <laughs> incidentally, we got lost. Uh, we crossed the other side, so we forgot to come back this side and it was already 6.30. So we had to uh, wait and call Uber to come and pick us from the other side. It was yeah, nice. you can walk for a long time. All right, great story. But that'll be- I experienced, but also that one. Um, the, the, the challenges I faced were basically two, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, one was food. Um, mm-hmm. I like eating. I'm a foodie. Uh, I like eating. And uh, when I came here, I was expecting to get, say, for instance, I want to eat chicken. Back home, I would run and chase a chicken and slaughter and eat when it's still fresh. Here, I would not see it. So uh, until I, I, I had to adapt and, and learn how to 
to to to eat these uh, other things the burgers and uh, eating burgers for 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 dinner for for lunch and mm-hmm. and so forth so uh, i i managed to to use that to my advantage and uh, it helped me out the other challenge was um back home we we greet a lot we are a society of uh, uh, we, are, we are happy uh, we tend to be happy matter the, the circumstances so i i would greet we would greet anyone but this side it is hard to greet and uh, okay. in the process of orientation we were told sometimes uh be cautious on who to greet how to greet because individually some people might take it of might feel offended if you are greeting them it's like uh, you're entering into that space so that made me to be a bit uh, uh scared of uh, okay if i greet this person say hi how are you am i going to be um seen as someone who is uh, infringing privacy and all that so that made me to be a bit um tense and by the end of the day i realized like oh um it is what it is and uh, i'm not the first but the best thing is uh if someone greets me back i can greet back i will be very so I, i would be in the receiving end of uh, of, uh, of 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 greetings and all that thing and that kept me going um the beauty environment i came at a time when we were entering um and now when winter so uh, it's all a blended combination of uh, a nice thing that has happened yeah and snow today we went to, we went, we went to, to to the to the new york and i'm, I'm happy that uh, the board of trustee um uh, invited us uh, invited us and hosted a very nice uh, christmas uh, event for us and um it made us really f- uh, feel comfortable and, and loved and it, yeah. it, it it was a very nice experience and also to to the staff who who are coordinating all they really did a very good wonderful, uh, uh, job to to make sure that the program runs regardless of uh, the, the challenges that's great and you've had a chance both of you um in terms of the 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 type of experience you do have on the Anderson campus um you're training right alongside Anderson direct support professionals and other employees of the organization and um i just want to point out we're, we're getting low on time but i just wanted to point out that there are so many facets to this program and i'm thrilled to hear that you've taken advantage of so many of them um and that you've experienced them um jordan what you said before about greeting and personal space it's also interesting that um you you're both here at sort of a post covid experience which I think would bring, make that even more exacerbated. Um, the idea that uh, even uh, everybody ha- everybody has adopted their own individual level of comfort in terms of being near somebody else um, in close proximity or not. And I don't know that that's ever, you know, I, I feel like that's going to be one of those long lasting impacts for everyone in the world. Um, but it was really interesting to hear your perspective on if part of my culture is to be a greeter, then you've got these, you know, you're in a different country and you're also in a post COVID sort of world of, you know, does anybody yeah. really want to, to make eye contact or talk to somebody or be close to somebody um, mm-hmm. again? And, and I certainly hope so, but that, that opened my eyes to something. Uh, I hadn't thought about before. So thank you, Jordan. Um, again, we're kind of low on time. So I just, I think probably the best thing to do is to summarize that, that um, it, I'll give you, if, if each of you could just take maybe 30 seconds or a minute to think of some piece of advice you might give somebody who's maybe in their home country, maybe kind of uh, just, just was received the link to the Anderson Center International Program and is considering it. What would you tell somebody who's, who's in the process of deciding whether or not to pursue this opportunity or not? For me, obviously, they should grab this opportunity because this is very good opportunity for everyone. So I would recommend it. Already when I was here, um, already my from my country, they are 
they're not me to be here. So I, I, I told them about the Anderson, what they're doing. So when I was working, uh, like during my 12 months, many people knocked me to be interested to be here. And I suggested grab this opportunity. And I told them, if you need any kinds of help from me, definitely I will try to help you. Even like, yeah. So that my suggestion for my country people, even my one more thing, because we are many, uh, people, number of now alumni. So we can also work together. I believe in u- unity. So I can uh, knock Jordan when Jordan will be done and work in his country. Then I can Jordan uh, knock Jordan. Then Jordan, I want to visit your country. How are you working? Mm-hmm. So I can work my other fellow mates who are in Zimbabwe, Philippines, Bhutan, India. I can knock them. Uh, so let's, uh, I want to visit your country. How you are working? So that I can get ideas from them and they can get ideas from me, how I'm working. Even now, the Anderson uh, Center International, the uh, directors, they also uh, told us that they are directly help. They will going to help us if we yes. need us to help them. Yeah, We're working on, um, and we're very interested in, in ways that we can contain, stay connected and help uh, scholars and fellows from the program uh, stay connected as well. So that the impact remains, um, it keeps growing uh, yes. and changing as opposed to just being this one-time thing and then you never talk about it again. So, um, all right, we're down to like 30 seconds, Jordan. What, what would you tell somebody um, about, you know, to who's making that decision? Uh, I, I would like to encourage everyone that learning never stops. So uh, it's not a bad thing to pick up that um, uh, link, apply for it. If you, if, I, uh, if you want to come to do a serious thing, learning and, uh, and, and, and being, be a better person to help uh, the individuals, please do a, go ahead and do the needful. And um, my experience with these kids, these kids are very smart. And uh, there's nothing which is very, which is very uh, interesting, like uh, having that bond with them and learning new things every time it's on it's actually a blessing that you would get the chance to apply and be uh, a ret- uh, be, be called to come and uh, learn and support uh, the individuals in all aspects. So even if, even if you go back home, you can still carry ahead and do a lot of projects that would still support and benefit everyone. We're actually working on something as uh, fellows, after as alumni, after some good come with uh, as a team that we can go back and rest, uh, we support um with various projects back home in, in all aspects. Great. An alumni association for ACI would be a great thing to see. Um, and, and like I said, Anderson's interested in, in being a part of that um, and supporting as best we can. So I just want to thank you both. I wish we had longer to talk, but we are out of time. Um, but thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you for clicking on that link and pursuing it. And the learning is is it's a big cycle. We're learning from you. You're learning from each other. You're learning from the kids, the, 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 the Anderson staff you're you're next to, um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. And I appreciate you and, and you sharing your experiences with me today so much. So uh, Sema and Jordan, um, two scholars from our Anderson center international program. Thank you so very much. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozinski. And remember Anderson cares. You've been listening to one in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.